I'm recording. Okay, welcome to Killer Pillow Talk. It's episode 10. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. You know, I found it uh, odd that you're... This interest in true crime, serial killer stuff, this is like her hereditary, isn't it? Like it, it run, is. It runs in your family. I don't know if it was like from my dad, but when we went to, we went and spent the holidays with um, my dad in New Hampshire, and he decided to, he's gotten into true crime apparently, which is very into it. Weird. Um, and I, I, knew, I hate this stuff. I know. I knew my sisters were both into it. And that's like, you know, I get it. Yeah, ladies like the true crime, you know, gabbing about the true crime with the gals. Um, I didn't find it to be good dinner table conversation. But yeah, my dad was like, oh, let me tell you all about this movie about how these two men murdered this woman and one of them got taken down for it, even though he no, didn't do it. No, but the stuff at the dinner table. Wasn't that a different thing? Yeah, he was telling the other stuff. I was like, I'm eating. Yeah. Can we not? I don't know. And now here we are, and you want to make my anxiety higher at this time. I'm sorry. I just think it's interesting. All right. Give the people what they want. Well, here, this is for the people. For the people, by the people. We the people. We the people. All right. Um, What do you got? Okay. um, Is it themed towards the holidays, at least? Yes. This is the story of... Adolf Laudenberg. I don't like anybody named Adolf. Maybe you won't like this guy either. Uh, also I'm known, I know. Also known as the Santa Strangler. Oh, so he strangles Santas. Now, kids, no. there's not more than one Santa. So this is not the real Santa, kids. He doesn't strangle the real Santa. He strangles Santa's helper. Elves. He's the Santa Strangler. He strangles Santa. I think I, I don't. He doesn't actually strangle Santas. I think he's called the Santa Strangle because he has a white beard and he looks like Santa. Oh. Or at least he does when later in life. <sighs> so that's why I think they called him the Santa Strangler. All right. Where does this take place? North Pole, Alaska. No. Um, oh. Adolf Theodore Loudenberg was born in Lexington, Kentucky, in nineteen twenty-six. To a German immigrant butcher and his wife. The Germans like the name Adolf. Yeah. Does he go by Teddy after this? Because I can. I don't know. I if it goes by Teddy, I could call him Teddy if you want to, but I don't Let's want. Call I feel him like Adolf. He's not a Teddy though. He's a non-Teddy. He's an Adolf. He's an Adolf for sure. Um, I accidentally spelled this with a P, uh, an F, and not a PH for half of this. So whatever. Oof. It's okay. That's a that's a faux pas. It's a faux pas for Spelled with German. a P and an F. A faux pas. Mm-hmm. A faux pas. I'm sorry, with a P-H. A faux pas. All right. Um, I just also feel like any kid named Adolf is just not going to turn out well. Um, this was like he was born pre... The track record's not good. He was born pre-World War II, so technically pre-Hitler, but still, I think, you know... Any guy named Adolf is just not going to be a good dude. You know? Um, his mother passed away a few years after he was born, so you can't blame That'll it on her. That'll do it. Next case. You can't blame it on her. She wasn't there. Um, you can blame it on her because she wasn't there. Okay, maybe. Um, and some point growing up, it's there's not a, like a lot of information, so some a lot of About his vague. early years. Um, yeah. A lot of this is a little vague. Uh, at some point uh, while he was growing up, he took up whittling. 
Hey, uh, <laughs> idle hands are the. That's what he must have been thinking. Um, whittling. Play my my dad also whittles wood things. I love that book. My dad also whittles. That's an Ernest Hemingway, isn't it? No, my dad actually also does whittling. Speaking of dads, but my dad's not. I do a dog. little whittling. You don't carve wood. I do a littling whittling. I've never seen you carve wood before. All right. Uh, in fact, actually, last year... I have a lot of wood. Last year, my... And I mean right now. Okay, that's not necessary. Oh. Um, last year, I remember Remember, we were at my dad's house for the holidays, and my dad was... He freak... wouldn't stop doing shit with wood. He was freaking out because he lost all his wooden ornaments that he whittled. Oh, he made those himself? Yeah. That's why he was all upset oh, that he shoot. couldn't find them. <laughs> oh, shoot. And they miraculously... A lot of stuff. This was a weird holiday. A lot of stuff that we thought would have been lost to time showed up. And a lot of stuff that we didn't think would be lost to time didn't. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I don't know where my stocking went, even though it's got, like, holes in it because, like, rats ate it last year or something. I don't know. Yeah. You probably finished it off this year. Um, that's probably why it's they not there. They probably finished it off. Different rats, but, or mice. This house has mice. The old house had rats. I know. Anyway. Um, Do you so, know an exterminator? So, All right, back to Adolf. Back to Adolf and his whittling. Back to Todd Lundgren. What's his name? Adolf Loudenberg. Loudenberg. So, uh, at some point growing up, he took up this whittling hobby. And uh, so, and what he would do is he would whittle these unique canes uh, for walking out of, like, this salvaged wood that he would find. And manzanita shrubs. But I don't know what those are. I guess they're... Wait, what's somewhere. a manzanita shrub? Uh, you have the phone. I can't I don't know. Out. I think it's, like, it's obviously, like, a plant. A shrub of some kind. I got the shrub part. That grows in Kentucky, I guess. Oh, a Kentucky shrub. A Kentucky shrub. If you look up manzanita in the dictionary, it says Kentucky shrub. Uh, so he would either give them away, just, like, give them away to people, I guess, like, here's a cane, I made this. I whittled it myself. Or sell them for, like, $10 on the I street. also make shoes. I'm part whittler, part cobbler. Whittle cobs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so he would either, like, sell them for, like, 10 bucks, or just give them away to people. I don't know how they was, like... 10 bucks back then was, whew. Pricey. Pricey. Um, yeah, so, in 1944, he's 18 now. He was serving in the Naval Construction Battalion. 1944. Yes. Well, the war is almost over. Terribly to be named Adolf in this country. Yeah, well. He, well so he's 18. He's serving in the Naval Construction Battalion in Trinidad in the British West Indies. And there he meets his future wife, Anel. Bum, 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 bum. Anel. <laughs> uh, and so after he left the service, they were married and um, he adopted Anel's son, Steve. Adele. Anel's son. Anel. <laughs> A-N-N-E-L-L-E. Hello. Yeah. It's me. Anel. Anel. Anyway, uh, his son, Steve? Uh, no, it's her son, and he adopts <laughs> Wait, him. Wait, Adolf, Anel, Steve. She was, I guess, she had a kid from a previous marriage, maybe, or whatever. I don't, it doesn't go into detail about what she was doing with her life. I would have been like, Adolf. Adolf Anel Anthony. But then um, he was already named Steve. So Adel, Anel, Allen. Well, he was already named Steve. It's not like they're going to change you the child's change name. 18? Like, I don't know how old the kid was at that point. 18, like, you can change it. 
No, he the kid wasn't 18. No. Adolf was 18. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. All right. So um, the family, all three of them, relocate to California permanently. California? Nothing bad murder-wise happens there. Yes. And so they lived in, like, the Los Angeles, San Pedro area. Um, and Adolf... Most, after the war, most Adolfs went to uh, Brazil. Oh, I'm sorry, Argentina. All right, well, this one didn't. Um, Adolf got a job as a security guard at a steel plant. You know, like you do. All right. Good work. Blue, blue collar. Yeah, so he worked there uh, until about, like, the late 1960s. I mean, literally, he probably wore, like, a blue shirt. He probably did, okay. and I don't know, because yeah. I didn't see pictures of him in a uniform. Okay. He probably looked good in a uniform. I'm just saying. Well, he's worn a couple different ones at this point. Uh, so, anyway, uh, in the late 1960s, he decides he's going to become a cab driver, because, you know, right. like you do. That's their, you know. Big yellow taxi cab. That's your dream job, <laughs> is to be a cab driver. Um, in the San Pedro area of Los Angeles. A San Pedro cab driver? Yeah. Top dollar. So, Anel and Ada were kind of like a weird match for each other because they were like complete opposites. Um, <laughs> hey, cool. opposites attract. Yeah, but it, it was, yeah. Uh, two opposite? Uh, two opposite, yeah. According to their neighbors, Anel was, worked in a dance studio. She was like bubbly and outgoing and she was really health conscious. Um, Adolf, on the other hand, was very generous, but he was also like extremely reclusive. So he didn't like going out. He didn't like dancing. If she works in a dance studio, she likes going out and going dancing, you know, like. I don't know if she goes clubbing. Was clubbing a thing in, I guess, in the 1960s, probably? I think so. Adolf was very reclusive. And even though they were, like, opposites, their marriage did last for a long time. They were married for 30 years. Um, there you go. 30-year marriage? And That's they, more than most Americans have. And then they split up. No. Then Anel ended the relationship by telling Adolf she didn't love him the same way he loved her. And she also confessed that she was um, a closeted stripper. So huh. apparently she was a stripper this whole time. Closeted maybe not stripper. working in a dance studio. Maybe she was doing that on the, and then also moonlighting as a stripper at nighttime. I don't know. The only pole in the closet is horizontal. That would be hard to. I know. That would be hard to on. strip on. Actually, you do strip off your clothes and then hang them up neatly. And am I the only one worried about Steve? Her son Steve probably went with her. Yeah. Is he okay? His parents just split. I think I. I well, he comes I mean, from a broken household. I don't know. I think probably since he was a, that uh, Adolf adopted him, he's probably still in his life in some in some way. Hey, but Steve's not on trial. Steve's not on trial. Coming no. to ABC. Apparently, baseball. Adolf also re had another wife and remarried, but that also ended in divorce. I guess he also had children with that wife, but I don't know. It's he can't not keep really, a wife, just like Santa. It's not really. Um, you know, documented well what happened with that other marriage. It just says he was married, but then it ended in a divorce. And I was like, okay. Real detailed. Um, all right. Where on Knifepedia, wherever you get this stuff from? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Speaking of more vague, totally random pieces of information, he traveled to New Orleans for a brief period of time, but then returned to San Pedro. Could you vague that up for me? So I don't know if he was on vacation or if he went and lived there or like he was just there Listen, for like a... what time of year did he go to NOLA? I don't know. It didn't Probably say. Probably it was Mardi Gras. I don't know if he went for Mardi Gras and then came back. I don't know if he went there and like He's lived down there, there for Bourbon a period Street, of time. Living it up. And then came Hey, back. if you saw Santa on Bourbon Street, 
You'd be like, party grab, bitches, and you'd run. Um. So wait, Santa on Burbs? Didn't we watch Santa on Burbs Street this year? No, that, that was one of those movies. No, we watched Christmas in the City. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Christmas and the movie. Princess Witch. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. And of. Single All the Way. So I thought I thought we watched Santa on Bourbon Street. Good, good uh, holiday movies if you're looking for ones. I, I think Single All the Way was my favorite out of all those. Oh, and I also liked Castle for Christmas because I love I love a Carrie Elwes. Uh, I love a, a Scottish Carrie Elwes. Yeah, the carryall was any. You're gonna inherit Don Dunbar. That's a terrible Scottish accent. No, I know this. I You're gonna inherit Don. That's not Don Dunbar. Roger McKenzie. That's. Um. Anyway, so after his first marriage ended to Nell, uh, I think this is when he like bum, 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 decided, bum, oh, you know what? I'm bored. I'm gonna start murdering people. Um. Is that what you do when you're bored? I don't know. This Answer is, me honestly. I, I don't, personally. Oh. I, I mean, I don't know why he couldn't just go back to whittling canes, but apparently he got bored of that. I don't know. I'm just assuming. I can't say for sure. I think, um, so... Uh, from cane whittler to axe murderer, it's running the gamble. So, it was, wasn't hard for him to really, like, find his victims or, like, lure them in because he was a cab driver, so he could technically... Oh, he killed like, people? No, I don't... Pick up people in a taxi. I don't think he actually... I don't know if he actually did pick them up in the taxi or not, because um, I think he did. He would, like, cruise around town searching for these, like, lonely, alcoholic, or ill women um, (laughs) that reminded him of his ex-wife. So, obviously, he Ill women? Like, you know, I guess mentally unstable? I don't know. Isn't that a ban right now? Ill women? Or just... I don't don't know. It just said ill women. I don't know if it means, like, mentally unstable, like, crazy women, or, like... (laughs) People that have an addiction type of ill women. <sighs> um, you know. So uh, he would go, like, find these women that reminded him of his ex-wife. And they, he would uh, oh. kill them. Oh. Um, just to, like, get back at her or whatever. Why? It doesn't really specify which ex-wife, but I'm assuming it's Anel because that's the one that they talk about. Mm. Um, so after he would pick up his intended victim, he would tie her up. Rape her and strangle her to death. Uh, in the uh, in the cab. I don't know if it was in the cab. It doesn't say say where he did any of this. Uh, and apparently, police questioned him around in the investigation, like good. early on, good. but they didn't have they any got, evidence, what? so they can't. They couldn't prove that he did it, so they had to let him go. You know, evidence is such a, a such a freaking buzzkill. Yeah. Probable cause. Actually, I don't think he strangled them in the crabs. Actually, like it says, it no room. Say, they didn't. He didn't. Well, he didn't leave them there. So, all right. So his first victim was Lois Petrie, and she was forty-three years old. She was an alcoholic who recently lost her husband due to cancer, hmm. and she was last seen at a bar on Christmas in nineteen seventy-two. On Christmas. On Christmas Day. December twenty-fifth. Boozing it up at a bar. You know the bars are open. Yeah. And then the next day, um, Boxing Day, she was found strangled in her boxing bedroom. Boxing Day. Partially Where are we, nude. Canada? Partially nude with signs of sexual assault. So oh, that's fine. trying to glaze over that part. Merry Christmas to you. Um, <laughs> not really. I know. Uh, it didn't sound like she had a good Christmas. It didn't sound like it. No, I don't think she did. Um, I'm guessing she... I don't know if she had any family or anything. It didn't specify that. But his next victim uh, was... Catherine Medina, a 50-year-old woman who got in a fight with her husband after he forced her out of a local bar. And Catherine was and her husband were both walking back to their apartment 
and I guess they were arguing and she ran off and came across a random man with a van situation. Random man with a van. So she just jumped on in the van and then they ran off into sunset together. Um, no. And her nude body was found the oh. next day near the bushes near Harbor Lake. Um, you dress it up so nicely. I, yeah, I tried to like sneak it in there. Uh. I know. It's like, I don't know why that's, I'm sorry, but this woman, I, she must have been really drunk. Because, or her husband was being a really shitty dude, and she was like, what could possess you to be like, there's a random van there, let me run into it. First thing you're taught when you're a child is do not get into a stranger's van. I know, I mean, how is that better than, I mean, maybe her husband is also violent and terrible. Um, it doesn't sound like he was a great guy, so maybe that's why you drink, but I don't know. Not great. Um, that was what day? I don't know what day it was. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was Christmas, but I like I think I read somewhere that he like kind of did it on like holidays and weekends because he figured there would be people out like out and about at that time. Right, and once again, Happy New Year! If you're listening to this, Happy New Year to this. Um, yeah. So I think that one happened in August because about a month after killing Catherine, um, September fourth, he strikes again. Mm. So like, yeah, that one was in August, I guess. They don't know that it's him doing this, do No, they have no idea. They do now. Well, I'll get to that. So this time, the victim is Anna Felch. Uh, she's 54, and she worked in a hot dog stand on Cabrillo Beach. She was last seen leaving a bar in San Pedro, very drunk, in the dead of night. And a few hours later, a construction worker found her body a few blocks away. I'm guessing he was going to work, maybe, and like was like, oh, okay, why there's a dead body here? And mm. the body had signs of sexual assault, followed by strangulation. Oh. Yeah. And Adolph's last proven victim was Leah Griffin, and she was 60 years old. She was a heavy... How dr- old was he? Uh, in his late 50s? In the 75, he was born in 26. Oh, yeah. 50, uh... No, 49. 49 at this point um so his last proven victim or like i don't know if it was pr- and like I, when i say proven i mean like the one that he there's other victims but we don't I, well he only uh, i'll get to that in a minute Ugh. but um his last known victim i'll call it that was leah griffin and she was 60 years old she was a heavy drinker and a legal secretary who had recently been diagnosed with breast cancer mm. so you know. Curable? Or I don't know. It doesn't matter now. At this point, it doesn't matter. I guess he um, got to her. She was found bound, raped, and strangled in a residential hotel in April in 1975. And that was in, like, the San Francisco area. I don't I like that there are people out here who do that. Yeah. So... It's scary when it's just, like, you know, you're drunk. And some guy's picking you up in a van. Yeah. So sometime after he killed Leah... In 1975, um, his future daughter-in-law, I guess she's engaged to his adopted son, Steve, um, and he confesses to her that he killed four women, (laughs) three in San Pedro and one in San Francisco, and he called it his... Oh, three in San Pedro, one in San Francisco. So I think Leo is the one in San Francisco, but it doesn't say for sure. Um... And he called this his four sins. So I like I read also read in like a different article that apparently he had like been writing her like love letters, um, like his 
son's adopted son's like um fiance he'd been writing her like love letters and stuff like that and then he told her all this because probably like a way to like threaten her or, like freak her out like don't mess with me mm-hmm. and don't tell steve about this because i could kill you because i've killed people before and so they both like but she told her uh her fiance steve anyway and they, i guess they both went to report this to the cops um just like a don't tell steve the babysitter's dead type of thing yeah so um, they both go to the police and record it. Who's they? Uh, Steve and his wife, or future yeah. wife. I don't know what her name is. They don't say her name. I think Daddy's killing people. She didn't want to like leave her name, I think, because she's scared. Afraid of being murder. That's a legitimate thing, yeah. Uh, so they go to the police. They go to the police. They report it. The police try and you know look for evidence or try and get some sort of um anything like like i guess probably question adolf again but, but they, they can't they can't prove it even with a thing like even a, with a like he a, did a well that's like a hearsay situation where it's like he it's just hearsay to and he bangs a gavel then. yeah well i mean i think like if he confessed it to like a police officer or they got it on tape it would be different but they didn't get any of those things so damn um so they couldn't prove it so then, uh, years later, in 2002... Year? 2002? That's so recent. It was like 20 years ago. 2002? Well, it's, it's much farther away from 75. Um, so... Wait, 2002, he's... If he's still alive, he's... 75? At that point, yeah. So, so um... Know, 70, uh... 1926 he was old? Yep. Yeah. So he's like 76. No, 78. Something like that. He's old. Yeah. That's um, what I'm, I think that's what I'm trying to say. He's old. So then in 2002, he's not learning from his mistakes, obviously, because he confesses again to his son's Ex-wife? I think this is a different son, though. Like, I think his this son's name is Butch or something. Butch. So I'm guessing if that other mar- wife, or maybe he My had, grandfather used to call him Maybe he brother. did have children with um, and Mel I, and didn't, like, it's not, like, documented yeah. in the Wikipedia. Butch, Butch is, a, is a name that sometimes old people call young people. That's just your one grandfather. My grandfather used to call me Butch, and he used to call all, he used to call all boys Butch. And all girls, Sarah. Well, then he would have been right for me, but... I know, it would have made sense. So he uh, confesses to his ex son's ex-wife, Dorleen, but this time he got graphic and a lot more specific, and I guess he must have had too many spiked eggnogs at that holiday. You're adding this part? I don't know. I just, I just assume that, like, I was just picturing them all around, like, the dinner table after, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas. And he's like, I'm picturing him whittling. You know, whittling. I once tried to kill the four people. I'm picturing him whittling his own candy cane. Maybe. Um, so, this freaked her out a little bit, obviously. So, she calls the San Luis Obispo Police Department. San Luis Obispo. San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what I meant. Famous California town. All right, well, I'm sorry. And the SLOPD slopped. Slopped. She calls the slop department and. Um, no, it would just be slop. Just the slop department. Um, Not slop department. <laughs> we already got. Oh, the you're saying slop department? 
S-O-O-P department. Department, yeah. Slop department. Slop department. Frog protection. Frog protection. We're saying the same thing. We're saying the same thing. And so now that they have the power of DNA on their side, yay, they can actually do something about it. Yay, technology. Uh-huh. The only problem is that they didn't really have uh, Adolf's DNA because uh, he's never been charged with anything. He doesn't have a criminal record. Hmm. So they can't really like be like... Well, he's got a criminal record they don't know about. Well, I mean, a criminal record meaning he's never been indicted or like charged with anything. Fingerprint? I don't think so. Hmm. Or maybe I don't know. He's not in the he system. was questioned, but I don't think they like arrested him for anything because they didn't have any like like evidence. He is Santa Claus. No. Oh. Definitely not Santa Claus. Um. Uh, so the problem, uh, they don't have his DNA, so they had to get kind of creative. Um. So uh, the canes that he was like whittling, apparently, yeah. he um, had been featured in like the L.A. Times at one point in 1993. Ooh. So he'd gotten like some like publicity good. for the canes. Hey, and all stuff. publicity is good. There's and no such thing as bad publicity. So an undercover cop um, invites old Adolf to a diner to have coffee at it's in Torrance. And bring the cane. And I guess he like the his like ruse for like contacting him was to talk about the canes. I don't know if he said, like, he was a reporter. I'd like to like, ask I'm, you about your canes. I'm the how, why, when, where of these canes. The who, like, what, I'm when, where. buying some of your canes. Why and how of these canes, my dear. So, Adolf's like, sure, I'd love to talk about my canes with you. Sure, I'll um, talk about my canes. This one's out of wood. It's a cedar. I whittled it myself. <laughs> this one's a mahogany. Kind of a soft wood. I whittled it myself. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having fun being Adolf. That's fine. Never said that before. Whenever you're done, I'll be here. I'm done. You're done? You hear all that slopping? Are you sure? Speaking of slop. Speaking of slop. We have no good microphones. Okay, here we go, right? We don't. You're right. Um, Apologies for the sound quality. Apologies for the sound quality and all the crunching. That was the dogs. So, yeah, so they're talking about the canes. They're having coffee. They're talking about a bunch of other shit. That doesn't really say what. But now, how do you whittle? Well, oh, no. Um, so, after they're done, uh, you know, Adolf had a cup of coffee. He leaves a, like, cardboard cup on the table. Mm. And he leaves thinking like someone's gonna throw it out the waiter or whatever um the cop's like i'm gonna try the uh, like, the reporter's like i'm gonna try whittling this <laughs> not quite what? he's gonna whittle it for dna um oh a little bit of dna on there <laughs> just said that. okay so, yeah, he so, left a little bit of dna all right so he takes his little bit of dna mm-hmm. and uh, on the cup and matches it with the little bit of dna evidence they still have on file from the first murder nice of lois petrie because they don't have anything else they let just me have guess a direct yeah it's a match yes they probably put it in a petri dish probably at some point and put lois in a petri dish not lois but you know the the spud they found on it. <laughs> spud. <laughs> uh, so slop. A slop they found on it. All right, ready. 
So the cops track down Adolf, and he lives in a camper van, because he's glamorous. Um, probably, maybe it's the same van he picked up that uh, other lady in. Uh, if, so, if it ain't broke. Um, and they arrest him for Lois's murder. Nice. So uh, we the, got him. The authorities held him on a $1 million bail and charged him with a crime. Although he denied it, he was found guilty eventually. Nice. Um, he was apprehended, I think, September 5th, 2003 is when he oh. was eventually Labor Day-ish. And um, he was sentenced to life imprisonment. Nice. There were some arguments brought up to, about whether or not he... Um, the attainment of his DNA was technically legal because it was like, well, you know, like he didn't give permission oh, to be like, here, take my DNA. Oh, interesting. But the officer um, who had one man's trash. It, yeah, well, that's what he was saying. He's like, another uh, man's DNA. Well, he's like, well, and once someone is like done with something and it's trash, it's like public property, so it's not like he can really be like, mm-hmm. you took my trash. Mm-hmm. Er, um. And but he was like, I expected a waiter to like throw it out, but no one really cared. Oh. Um, so the appellate court held up the evidence, and the conviction stood as is. There are two other victims that might possibly have been attributed to him because they have the similar like. Um, is that the whole story? Yeah. Oh. Uh, there are two other victims that he may have killed because they have the similar. They were around the same time. And they had a similar like you know mo. Yeah. Um, and those were, uh, Irene Hind, who was 55, and she was the owner of a San Francisco bar on Larkin Street named Irene's Domer Club. What's a domer? I have no idea. Jeffrey Domer. So, yeah, she was a generous woman who helped the people who frequented her place, and she was found raped and strangled on March 12, 1974. And the other victim that could possibly be attributed to... Adolf is uh, Maud Burgess, and she was eighty three. So yeah, Ma- I was gonna say Maud Burgess doesn't sound like <laughs> she's real. I don't think she's a spring chicken. She wasn't a spring chicken. She was I don't a, think she was a little girl. She was a retiree who helped with the management of her San Francisco apartment building. Uh, the she's own- a landlady. Yeah. Now remember what we said about elderly landladies in the last. They episode. kill. They kill. Um, sorry, I have a new connection on LinkedIn apparently. Uh, uh good news okay <laughs> when little land when little old landladies go bad yeah i don't know no, but this did. one was good i don't know a good did. landlady how old was she she was 83 <sighs> up there she was uh found and raped found and raped uh no found raped no and not to an 83 year old <laughs> in That's... her apartment in november 1974 a partial figure and print was located at the scene, though, but it did not match Loudenberg, so it's not... Hmm. So it wasn't him. It could possibly have been him, but it could not have been him. He only confessed to four, killing four people, though, so that matches all the, you know, Louis Petrie, Catherine Medina was Anna killed Phelps. on uh, August 18th, 1974, by the way. Uh, Anna Phelps, September 4th, 1974, and... Um, Leah Griffin was killed in April of 1975. Oh. And this is what he looks like. Why is it called Santa? Because he's got a white beard and glasses. But is that the only thing? Like, he didn't do any... He didn't, like, dress up as a Santa. No, he just looks like Santa. 
He just other names the Santa Strangler, the Santa Claus Strangler. Well, I think because at the time of his arrest, this is what he looked like. This is his I'm expecting shot. him to be like in a red jumpsuit. Well, he's wearing a blue with, shirt. He said he was going to wear a blue shirt. Traveling around with whittle people. I don't know. Maybe he whittled Santa canes. I don't know. He has a cane. Candy Well, this cane. is what he looked like when he was arrested. I don't know. That, that doesn't really explain why they called him the Santa Strangler, other than the fact that he looks like Santa. <laughs> or like a Santa, you know. I wanted him to be leaving clues, like Chris Kringle-type things at the scene. Yeah, and I believe he's... Candy tossed on As far as I know, he's still alive, too. Piece of coal in the... He's still alive? I think so. He's almost 100. He's 94 to 95, yeah. He's still in he's prison. He's nearly though. 100 years old. He's still in prison. Well, he's got life in prison, right? Yeah. A couple so he, life sentences. No, just one, because they could only get him on the one murder. Oh, they only have him on the one murder. Because they didn't have DNA evidence you for this. You did others. say that. Yeah, so they only got him on Lewis Petrie. And, Man, uh, it would, this would be better if I was listening. But he did confess to the other ones to, like, multiple people. Not the police, but, like, the his daughter-in-laws. Right. His multiple daughter-in-laws have heard him talk about it. <laughs> well, that's the four sins, right? You will be visited by four sins. The yeah. ghost of Christmas. <laughs> Murder, the ghost of Christmas. Killing... Yeah. Is this a fun riff? Sure. All right. There was another one I was thinking of doing that is like another like Santa Claus-y one, but I didn't want to... Santa Claus. It was like a lot. It was a long one. It was a lot more, so I didn't want to take up too much time. Because we did a long one last time, and I felt like... Oh, well, yeah, we did a long one last time, but this one's kind of short. Yeah, I know. It's a little short one. Oh, a little short holiday one? Yeah. For us to say, like, hey, Happy New Year. The, the other one is, like, um, Merry Christmas. a little bit more recent. Can we do a Hanukkah Strangler? They have one of those? I don't know. I could look that up. Isn't Adolf Hitler a Hanukkah Strangler? Isn't Adolf Hitler a Hanukkah I guess there's already been a Hanukkah Strangler. Well, I don't know if he's a Strangler. He's a Hanukkah. I mean, he hates Jewish people. I'm sure there's been a lot of people that You're have been like, me. I hate Jews. I'm oh. going to kill them. Um, Let's see. A Hanukkah sadly. Strangler. Isn't it? You know, that's an interesting. So this is the reason I don't All like right, Adolf. Well, if anyone has a suggestion for a Hanukkah strangler or a Hanukkah murderer, I'll know. make a suggestion. No more Adolfs, please. No more Adolfs, please. I'm searching for The track record on Adolfs is not good. All I got was a hidden Hanukkah tale of a woman, an army, and some killer cheese. Well, that's NPR. You know, NPR is going to be boring. And, uh, she's. A uh, lady, after her own cheese, <laughs> spin this tale, a dreidel, some cheese, a woman. There is a Hanukkah horror movie based on, on uh, about Hanukkah. This story, in two acts. Act one, dreidel me this. <laughs> what happens when the what? What? Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to imagine the NPR, the NPR story that you were reading there. Apparently, there was a guy that stabbed, like, five people in a Hanukkah celebration. Accused Hanukkah killer found incompetent for trial. Yeah. A man accused of stabbing five people during a Hanukkah celebration. That's, he's not a serial killer. At a rabbi's home near New York City has been found incompetent to stay in trial. That's that. Remember that uh, 
that was um in 2019 huh? yeah 2019 when that person he's um it. grafton thomas 37 is i guess apparently he had um mental disease all right well that's not what i'm talking about okay i think only one person actually died from that but that was that attack on the, at the rabbi's house yeah, I, I think he stabbed that. he stabbed like five people. But right, but that's not that. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something fun like this. Uh, I guess there's someone who dresses up as a dreidel. And <laughs> dresses up as a dreidel? The menorah slasher. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know, not really. Not that I can tell. No, well. The track record on Hanukkah, still good. Still good. Still good. Still good after all these years. All right, so that was your little Christmas uh, Santa Claus strangle. Yep. It's kind of, um, you know, I don't love this. I know. But you do. Yep. 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 One word answer. Yepers. Huh. Yeah, all I got is that um, the Hanukkah stabbing the one man died who he was seventy two. Yeah. Uh, which is a bummer. Joseph Newman. We 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 don't need to look at this. Um. All right. Well, I guess that. Well, I wanted uh, to like if I said the guy's name who did the stabbing, I wanted to like remember the guy that got stabbed. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it was a machete? Ugh. Mm. Wow. Yeah, true crime, huh? That's fun. I found a, 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 a article that says Hanukkah today would make the Maccabees roll over in their graves. It probably would, because it's not about presents. I know. I um, That was another thing that's like been an issue where people are like, stop trying to make Hanukkah a Jewish Christmas. And I remember... Someone... Christmas is barely about presents. If Jesus came back today, he'd be like, you're all getting presents for my birthday? What about me getting presents for my birthday? Yeah. Um, I mean... Jesus would be rolling over in the grave if they ever found him. Again. So you know, rolling over in the grave, that rock moved out of the way. Between a rock and a hard place... That's Jesus. Jesus would be like, you put up a tree and you're giving each other gifts on my birthday? I was born in the summer. He, You know, Jesus was born. We don't know when Jesus was born. I don't know. It's, it's Bethlehem. It wasn't the bleak midwinter. It's, Beth- huh? it's, it's Bethlehem and Israel or whatever. Isn't that like, hot there a lot? Year round. So yeah, that's why it's probably not wintry. I don't know. I haven't been. I'm not Jewish. There's a lot of mangers, I'm told. I'm not Jewish. Yeah, neither am I. Oh, no, wait, I am. Yes, you are. Oh, I am. I didn't have birthright trips. I had a birthright trip. I didn't, so. I didn't have people paying for me to go to Israel on vacay. We went to Jerusalem. I know, I didn't go to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. So, you're going to have to tell me about it sometime. The birthright trip? Sure. Oh, sure, yeah. And nothing uh, true crimey happened on it. That's fine. Friend cut his toe in a pool. It wasn't. It was a lot. To, it was a lot. Did they have those like rocky pools there, where like the pool bottom is like concrete. No, he just like, and, like cut scrapey. His, cut his foot on tile. Oh, I used to. And I I remember there was like 
when I went to go visit my grandparents in California, there was a pool there that was like, um, had one of those scrapey concrete bottoms. And I always mm. was like, hated going there because I was like, this is so uncomfortable on my feet. Smoke too, girl. The, the um, sleeping conditions, we were like basically going, sometimes it was a hotel, sometimes it was the outdoors in a tent. Like it wasn't the most comfortable. You were outdoors in a tent? Yeah, it wasn't the most comfortable. <laughs> We on the time we stayed on the. Wow, you just loved that. Yeah, it wasn't great. Love it. I didn't love it. You loved it. No. No, you didn't. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. That is the story of. Anyway, we're talking about Christmas. Adolf Laudenberg, the Santa Claus Strangler. No. Just a little quick. Well, there you go. A little quick Santa Claus. A quick for cripper. You. A quick cripper for you. Happy holidays and happy new year. Please remember to like and subscribe to Killer Pillow Talk and rate and review. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family and whoever else, even, you know, casual acquaintances. Mm -hmm. Whoever you want to. Right. Every little bit helps. Every mm -hmm. little bit helps. <laughs> right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.